Hello and welcome to the 17th episode of the Firewords podcast. I'm here with Jen. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about the balance between writing and real life. What is real life? <laughs> is this a fantasy? <laughs> Okay, before we jump into today's topic, you may have heard us talking about the Firewords community that we've been working on for what seems like a long time. We're almost there and we actually soft launched it recently, didn't we? Yeah. So something we've not mentioned before is that all the writers that we publish and all the writers we've published in the past are going to be given a free membership for life to the Firewords community. Yep, we've invited all the writers up to date. Uh, if you are a writer out there listening and have not received your invite, you've missed it. So just get in touch and we'll send you out another. We are going to be opening to the public soon. So watch this space. And I think we should start today with a comment that we actually had in the chat in the community. Um, we mentioned that we were going to be talking about this topic on the podcast. And Brett in the community Brett Hill is actually someone that is going to be published in issue 10 of Firewords, which is coming up. Yep, that'll be out in June. And he wrote Hard to Move. So watch out for it, folks. So Brett said, I have a perfect system worked out where I sit down at my desk, collect my thoughts, take the dog out, sit down again, type three words, answer my daughter's question, answer her other question, type five more words. And he goes on like that. And I think that's hilarious because... It's so true, isn't it? I bet a lot of people can relate to that. And then he goes on to say, in all actuality, I just wait for everyone in my house to fall asleep, then write into the early hours like some sort of literary vampire, <laughs> which is a, which is a good idea, I think. Yeah, it was funny listening to that because I can totally identify with it because I have the problem of being able to write or I feel like I can write quite well in the mornings and then come p.m., it goes and it's like maybe I've set aside a day for writing on the very few occasions when I can actually do that. I'm wanting to get lots done and then PM comes along and that's it. It's so frustrating. It's like I feel like I've managed to get a bit of time to be productive and nothing's coming from it. Yeah, the pressure you've put on yourself maybe isn't helping you know where you've said I must do lots of writing on this day because I've set it aside. But I guess it's the same thing as Brett was talking about, just in that there's times when you can write and times when it doesn't happen. And as a writer, it's frustrating. What can we do about that? <laughs> yeah. I think I read actually that humans, like their optimum productivity is like capped at like four hours a day. So if you're trying to do it all day, then maybe that's the problem, especially if you're finding in the morning that it's that's your best time for writing. Maybe just try and limit it to those four hours. Mm. It's easy to say when... <laughs> When you're just watching, though. But it has seemed to be the case that you've your best time for writing has been in the morning, isn't it? Yeah. And everyone's wired differently. Like, yeah, but this is obviously at, late at night. Yeah. So. I remember when I was doing more writing, the best time for me was like really early in the morning before anyone else was awake. I guess that's the same mm -hmm. as Brett. You need that quiet space where you can just focus. And that's hard when there's real life going on and it's busy and distractions are everywhere. I don't know, Brett, if you're up for a experiment, but I could try writing in the mornings and just if I've, because I have been finding PMs are no good. So just 
bite the bullet and then just write in the mornings. And you could just not try like during the day when you've got all these other things on, just enjoy these other things and then just write at night. And then just obviously we won't be writing as much, but maybe the output will be the same. I don't know, clearly we're publishing and we think that it's a great writer and it's really important to keep going. But then from that message on the community, there's so many lovely things that make life worth living going on there. Um, which is not something that you'd want to do without at all. So I guess it's just trying to maximise on these and then keep up the writing. It's easier said than done, though, because even <laughs> I'm saying this, the thought of only writing in the mornings is like, I'll go crazy in the afternoons, I'll just yeah. be twiddling my thumbs, like not opening up the computer <laughs> and getting down to it. I don't know how that's going to happen. I think that's like, this is one of the big points about balance, though. You can end up feeling guilty and frustrated, like you just said, if you don't get the writing that you want to do. Because we all leave, lead full lives and to fit writing into that is going to be a challenge for anybody, isn't it? Mm. So you just have to do the best you can and enjoy the writing time that you, you actually do make for yourself. I am finding that when I try to spend too much time writing, I do get stagnant. This isn't just an AMPM thing. This is just in general. It, it varies. There's not like a certain amount of time I can write before I get to this point but it inevitably happens when yeah I just totally stagnate but I want to get lots done like I'm trying to write two novels at the moment well I've written the novels I'm in the editing process of both of them the only way to do it the only way to kind of get somewhere is to sit down and get your head down and it's tricky and then when you're sitting down for a long because you need the time to do it but then at the same time, you need creativity even in the editing process. So if you're sitting down and being really disciplined, which you hear is a good thing, <laughs> the kind of creativity then goes, it's like a vicious cycle and I don't know how to break it. Yeah, it's tough. I think the editing is actually more challenging than writing in some ways and you do need that creativity as well, don't you? Mm. I think creativity is like a muscle. You have to like, you have to rest it and work it. And if you just sit down and try and just slog your way through it. You're just going to slow down. Like, I think you've been finding that, haven't you? Mm. And you have got a lot on, like you're editing two novels, which is a huge task. So don't be too hard on yourself. I think you're probably achieving more than you think. And also it's dangerous to think things like, oh, I should be doing this and this is the right way to do things. And this is what everyone says is the right way. You just have to do what's right for you. This elusive thing called balance is different for every single person. So I would say don't feel any pressure to be like anybody else. Uh, if you hear like a writer saying, I get up at six o'clock every morning, have my coffee and write for four hours straight every day. That's great for them, but that might not work for you and it won't work for everybody. So don't feel any pressure to do what is right and don't feel like balance should be this way for you. It's different for everyone. I've got to say just on that I'm just getting there because I'm really bad at doing that like listening to advice and I guess it's kind of ironic because it's what we're doing right now but it's like when you give the advice or when you're hearing it not just taking it and running with it too far like you need to make it your own and I don't do myself any favours by holding myself up to other people's standards. So if you're listening and in a similar position again I guess it's like we don't have set answers in this podcast it's Mm-mm. not the set answer kind of thing i feel like a lot of topics the answer is don't be too hard on yourself yeah all the self-doubt and the worry about it and everyone's just doing the best they can and that's the best you can do yeah and editing's such a big topic as well we should maybe do a 
an episode just focused on that. Yeah, well, it's because I was thinking when we were going through it, lots of points which are related to editing, but not the life-right balance, but just the balance of editing itself. Yeah, because it can be pretty daunting, so let's definitely do that. Next time, folks. <laughs> so we've been talking a lot about people who are like juggling writing with like st- other stuff, like mm-hmm. a day job or whatever. Do you think it'd be easier if you're a full-time writer? Do you think it's easy to get the balance then? <laughs> no, I like really, really don't. Like, I mean... Again, when Dan and I are talking, we're talking about our experience and our opinions. So please, if you do disagree or if you've got anything to add or just anything at all, just feel free to email us. We do want it to be quite interactive. And if you are a full-time writer, then we're jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And if you can make it work, maybe you've got tips on how it would work. But from my experience, it's this idea of stagnation and also the time of days that I find it easier to write. So just two things I've been saying before, if I was a full-time writer, I'd be writing in the mornings and no for too long. So (laughs) (laughs) I'd feel like the worst full-time writer ever. And then feeling bad in the afternoon. (laughs) Yeah, it it would be tricky. It'd be tricky to keep it not feeling like a job, you know, where you get worn down and everyone kind of has those days when they're working, no matter what you do. If you were doing that full time, I imagine it would be hard to keep enjoying it as a creative process, I guess. I'm a very full part-time writer at the moment. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to put it. I, I do work, um, but I'm lucky that I do have also the opportunities to have like a couple of days together where I can focus on my writing. So I guess I'm like a halfway house between somebody with a full-time job who's cramming writing in and somebody who does nothing but write and from my experience with that I think it does help to give me a good idea of what it would be like Mm -hmm. I take my hats off to those people who do because I know a lot of people do and very successfully so to wrap up I guess don't beat yourself up if you're not getting the balance right because it's almost impossible to get it right I would say if you're getting some writing done then you're succeeding in my book I think what I've taken from this is to treat it like a process. Don't treat your writing analytically when you're actually sitting down to do it, but look at the whole experience analytically. Think, when are you being more productive? If you have to make notes of it, like timetables over a couple of weeks, keep a record of when you're being productive, when you're doing the most, um, whether short bursts are actually ending up with more on the page than the long spells you sit there trying to write. Maybe it won't be, maybe it will be, you'll all be different, but keep a record of it. And when you've got that record, you can try and play about with it, which will be daunting, but you can start scheduling in different ways to approach your writing based on what you've seen from yourself. And then just, yeah, try it out and see how it goes. And hopefully your productivity and your creativity will skyrocket. If it does, let us know. Also, if it doesn't, let us know. They're just tools to help you. Yeah, that's good advice. The only way to work out what's best for you, while we're talking about this creativity, I just have to say again that the actual looking at it and deciding on how you work best is not creative, it's analytical. You need to just take a big step back there. That When you're in the flow and when you're in the writing process, that can be really hard, but it's a different way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. So, different ways of looking at things. It's like you can be a literary schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we need to go and work on issue 10 because it needs to get to the printer soon. It's that exciting time of sending it out into the world. So thanks for listening. Until the next podcast. 
Tchau, tchau. Bye, bye.